On Friday, I went to the wonderful Orpheum in Cremorne, which is well worth a visit. Um, it's really great to go into cinema and be able to buy a glass of wine and sit down with it. Um, and it's also the building and everything about it is really good. And that was the release of Davy Brent's Life on the Road. Davy Brent, of course, uh, probably the most noticeable and awful comedic creation from the UK since Basil Fawlty's uh, arrived in the late 70s. Equally uh, distressing to watch as well. Uh, and The Office, of course, um, was a, a landmark series and made him very, very wealthy when the Americans decided to plough through about 10 seasons of it. Uh, I think he got like a, a well over $100 million just from the rights to the show. And he's done other stuff in between. Uh, I think a lot of people seem to think that Ricky Gervais has um, basically coasted on that since. But Extras was a great show. And I think he might have won an international award as well. Um, it was a really good show. It had lots of very, very funny stuff in, in Extras. And um, after that was Derek, which I saw the first season of. And that was very good as well. I think they rounded it out with two or three series i'm not quite sure now and in between he's had a off and on career in hollywood he's got a, a couple of films coming out this year i think but he's revisited david brent for the first time since the office which rounded out pretty spectacularly to be honest it, um, it's one of the only comedy shows i've seen where they take the initial premise and actually pull back with that Christmas special that ended it and you saw a much sort of wider frame of him. And in the end, he ended up quite a sympathetic character, I thought. Um, this doesn't really stem on from there. This stems on from him being back in the, in the office uh, where he was a, a less dimensional character. Basically, he takes some time off of work and blows out 20 grand of his own money to hire musicians and pay venues to let him play in them. And it follows his tour um, uh, around England in in the kind of, <laughs> not Wembley Stadium, um, very, very small and very one-person-watching sort of venues. And, uh, yeah, it's all pretty grim. Uh, it's, it's exactly what you could expect it to be. Um, no one, as far as I can tell from The Office, apart from Ricky Gervais, rears their head. He works in a new office now with a, a new bunch of people. He's not the boss. He's just sort of a line person. And the people in The Office, are, uh, uh, this time around, they're even more contemptible than, than David Brent is. There's a few real nasty bullies in there, or you get the impression that's what they're like, and they sort of mock him and, and pick on him and stuff like that. And as the tour progresses, it becomes more and more desperate. And the band, which hate him, gradually sort of come to this very uncomfortable feeling that they're just using this guy. And it sort of comes around a little towards the end. Um, it is a very limited film. Um, I'm The scope is small. It's as small as The Office, and it's just got more locations. But even then, I can't imagine it costing a great deal of money to have made this film, uh, which given the backing that David Brent's got, I thought that maybe a uh, story that Ricky Gervais has, the clout he has globally, you would expect them to be able to throw a few million at this. I seriously doubt even that. Um, it's, it's, it's a very changeable film in that the first half an hour, I thought it was flat out brilliant, and I rarely stopped laughing out loud. 
And then as it progressed, it became more and more ordinary and then even a little bit mawkish towards the end. I wouldn't say it was a good film, sadly. Um, the one thing I would say, and this is, a, this is like the bellwether of all comedies, does it make you laugh out loud? It's kind of tiring watching smile comedies, which never quite get to the bit of making you laugh uproariously. This doesn't have that problem. It made me laugh uproariously out loud off and on throughout the whole film and really quite a lot at times as well, as much as anything I've seen. It's just the movie itself is a little bit trite. Um, it's quite offensive in, in inventive ways. Um, it does push buttons and there's lots of his usual painted unintentional racism and sexism and everything else. And uh, yeah, I did. I just was grabbing my sides laughing at times. But the actual film those gags are hung on is pretty weak. And, it, and yeah, and it does... It, I found myself by the last third sort of going, uh, well, I won't be bothered when this is finished. Um, so an unexpectedly slight foray for Ricky Gervais if he's going to resurrect this character. And given that the last two episodes of The Office, the Christmas special, we saw this panoramic view of him going on these dates and finally meeting this really nice woman and kind of admitting um, a part of his failings. This kind of winds him all the way back to being maybe even more one-dimensional than the David Brent in The Office in the normal episodes. So it, depend, it depends what you want. I mean, as a film, it's, it's not good. As a vehicle to make you laugh out loud, it does that as much as probably anything I've seen this year. So I'm going to give uh, David Brent Life on the Road a hilarious, at times, 6 out of 10.